The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I am Reba Hass of Team Reba Remax Metro East Side, and I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Yes, yes. Welcome to the show once again, listeners. Where each Tuesday from three to four p.m., we talk about all kinds of things, real estate and mortgage related. That's right, and sometimes we even talk about things that are mortgage and real estate related. Usually, we have <laughs> we're talking about a lot that's of other what we things. Talk about. I know. <laughs> sometimes we even get Ditto. around to it. Yeah. <laughs> No, Sometimes we actually do talk about so many other things that we do kind of well, you know, we, have to throw it in at the end of a segment or something. We have always interesting guests on and, we do. and lots and lots to talk about. And just a reminder, this is a live call-in show. Yes, if it is. If you have questions for us uh, that are real estate or mortgage related or for our guests, give us a ring. You can reach us toll-free, 866-712-1300. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's the number. Yeah. Do you want to say the number one more time? Just in case it is. 712-1300. Okay. I know I kind of You're just checking to see if I remembered it or not. But No, uh, I think it's... Yeah. No, you've you've uh, glommed onto it. You even said a few weeks ago you started giving it away to somebody instead of your work number. So that that tells me it's become ingrained. I know. It's, it's burned in there now. So it'll yeah. be one of those pieces of superfluous information that I'll always have like stored. Like I have my... Like, my Sears credit card number. I haven't used you still have a one? Sears credit card in probably 15, maybe 20 years, but for some Which reason... might be why a lot of their stores are I shuddering. know the number. <laughs> I know. I, are they even still around? No, I, I for some reason, I memorized that like way, way back when, and I can still remember it, and I have no idea why. But I need to like purge that and replace it with something uh, much more useful, I think, at this point. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with yeah. you. The one I always have to remember about you is Eric is my banker. There you go. You know, your Twitter handle, your website. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, easy. It, it's yeah, nice and easy. Well, banker. it's just like Team Reba. Yeah. It's very go. simple. Very yeah. easy to remember. Teamreba.com. That's Voila. Right. There and you go. you can always reach us that way. You know, if you mm-hmm. uh, you got a Reba question, it's Team Reba. Yeah. You got an Eric question, it's Eric is my banker. So simple. Real simple. Real yeah. straightforward. A lot easier than spelling my last name. You know what's going to even be... No, isn't that the truth? Um, you know what's also going to become even more simple in a couple of weeks? Hmm. Our new mobile app for Team Reba. Which is top secret in development, so you're pulling the wrapper off of it, huh? I don't know if it's top secret because I keep tweeting about it and stuff, (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, we got a great company called Bizuku. Talk about hard spelling. B-I-Z-O-O-K-U. Bizuku. Oh, okay. I was going to thought, you mean the bubblegum company no That's not bazooka, bazooka. Oh, i got it not bazooka, bazooka. no bazooku yeah uh they're based down in federal way really yeah mm-hmm. yep south enders yeah yeah nice. and they're uh, doing some really cool interesting stuff with mobile apps and they'll be we're doing their kind of uh 2.0 version mm-hmm. of mobile app development which will integrate radio so i'm super excited so someone can download the app on iphone or android and then when we're on air, they're going to get an alert 
So then they don't have to go chase down a computer screen and oh, stream it or wait till it comes out again on you know Friday. Of course, they can always do that, but they'll always be able to get a hold of all of our past episodes in the app as well. Plus, get all the content from the blog where you know we have over a thousand articles from right. the last fourteen years. Right. And so these, and, these and everything else we do fluffy things either. These are like New. meat and bones. Lots, lots of meat and bones. In fact, yeah. actually, last night I was sending off a bunch of links to one of our clients because she's considering writing an offer on a condo, and we got the resale certificate in advance. And you know, I was sending her past articles I've written about what to look for when you're going through the resale review and mm-hmm. things such as and, and other books that are really good on the topic of purchasing condos and the things to look for and the legal things to be aware of. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of great content out there. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of other great content, though. Yeah, we have classes coming up. We do. Yeah. Yeah, so, which one do you want to talk about first? How about let's do it in chronological order? Go for it. So March 4th, mm-hmm. Saturday, March 4th, if you are or know a first-time home buyer, mm-hmm. this is the officially sanctioned Washington State Housing Finance Commission five-hour class for first-time buyers. And this is the class that you have to take if you want to have eligibility for special zero down financing programs or tax credits and and yeah. um, you know cool stuff it's we really still great have, stuff and and uh, in fact the the tax credit program it's called a mortgage credit certificate um was off the table for a little while because the state ran out of money uh, but it's nobody back. likes to run out of no. money it's back and this will entitle first time home buyers to a tax credit translate refund of 20% of your annual mortgage interest it's a huge thing. It's a tremendous savings. You know, we said this last week when we had Linda Foley from the Child Organization, the Children's mm-hmm. uh, Institute of Learning Differences. You know, they had a great fundraiser, by the way. Mm, really, I, you know, that we had a great time Friday afternoon. Um, but in that same episode, we were talking about this is not just information that helps you navigate your first time purchase. But we get into all kinds of things such as credit and credit scoring, what mm-hmm. really is behind those things. And that's information for life. Yeah, definitely. I mean the goal of this of the of our first time buyer class is is not that you just kinda check off, mm-hmm. okay, I took the class. It's to really give you tools that are gonna make you more mm-hmm. a, a more savvy buyer, a more knowledgeable Absolutely. buyer. And 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 hopefully make all the right decisions. You know when you're jumping into yeah, that, because it's a it big can be deal. overwhelming. It yeah. can be really overwhelming. It's not only overwhelming, but there's oftentimes not as many people around that need, should be to help mm-hmm. you with understanding the process and what's going on. No, it's just like here's some papers, yeah. sign it, or here's the house. You know, write the offer. Mm-hmm. But they're not really doing the research. Is this a good thing for you? Right. Um, does this make sense? You know, given yeah, your financial plans. Exactly. So we come up with strategies and all kinds of fun stuff depending mm. on what the market conditions are. So it's really good. So if you're interested in that class, so it's going to be Saturday, March 4th mm-hmm. from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Did you get the location Yes, sorted? it's in West Seattle Okay, at the Youngstown Cultural Arts Center, which is right okay. big, old Youngstown. It's right on Del Ridge mm-hmm. and uh, just kind easy of on the edge the of West Seattle, easy, easy to get to. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, um, it's the class is free of charge, but the space yep. is limited, so you have to call and register. Best way to do or that? Or email. Or email. Preferably email. Yeah, just send an email. Info. At teamreba.com. Correct. And that's the way you can you can register for the class. Again, it is yep. free and we feed you. Yeah, so which we'll is a, a pretty big bonus because the the association or the you know the organization that sponsors these classes, 
they they make us have them for free. I mm-hmm. mean, that's a, and it's a big commitment because it's five it hours of teaching time for me and you. Plus, plus prep time. Prep time, set up and tear down. We actually buy people lunch. Most of the people who do this class don't do that. Right. Um, but it's a tremendous offering. And, um, you know, I just can't say enough fantastic things about it. But the Youngstown uh, Cultural Arts Center is a, a, a unique facility for anyone who's listening though because i want to make sure we get to the other class um parking if you Mm -hmm. want to come there uh is in the lot but because there's also artist apartments there you can't always find parking in their parking lot so there is street parking available Mm -hmm. but if you're going to email us at info at teamreba.com please give us your name the number of people that you are rsvping for we need everybody's name as well as contact information because if lo and behold something comes up like say that snow we had a couple weeks ago we need to know how to reach people if there's a cancellation or something like that because we never want if there's something that goes on uh people to be left in the lurch if we can't complete so um again info at teamroomer.com but that same email address can be contacted for investor class yeah yeah baby so so that's going to be on april 29th Correct. Uh, coming up at, at a location yet to be determined, but somewhere yeah. in the general Seattle area. It's going to be in the Seattle area, and it's yeah. going to be from 10 a.m. to noon. Mm-hmm. So not as long, and we're going to really get down into the nitty-gritty of, you know, it's, it's going to be kind of an intro class. This is not going to be the deep dive, you know, getting into things like modified internal rate of return, but actually we will touch on that because we're going to be looking at software programs that help with the analyzing of property. Mm-hmm. Help you figure out the you know long term holds, you know what goes on with depreciation. How does how does it impact your bottom line as well as your after tax dollars? I mean, there's all kinds of great great content that will be part of that class. Well, and anyone who hasn't yet, you know, or, or if you're just thinking about venturing into purchasing investment property, it's really really good to have as many resources and tools available as possible because even simple things like uh, do I buy this home and what price should I pay for it. Um, take on a whole exactly. new meaning when you're buying it as an investment rather than when you're buying it as, as a, a, a home that you're going to live and in. And that's the key thing. You make your money when you buy it mm-hmm. because you're doing the an- analysis for the future, right. which is very, very different than buying a house to live in for 10, 20, 30 years. You might have a whole period of 10, 20, 30 years on an investment, but is that the right move, really? Right, exactly. So no, we'll take a look at those things and those questions. Right, and and hopefully also give folks a dose of, of reality you know, for that, too, because... Oh, we're going to dunk them in it. Yeah, okay, we're going <laughs> to pummel them. We're going to hose you down with reality. Yeah, well, because, you know, I will tell you, I've been talking to a lot of people lately, and there's a bunch of so-called gurus out there. Mm-hmm. They're charging a lot of money to supposedly teach people. And we might have a small charge on this class. I just taught it for Rental Housing Association, and they charged $45 to their members. And I had to volunteer my time. Mm-hmm. They charged 45 for their members and 65 for non-members. We're going to do Which the is class. A bargain. It's still a bargain considering the knowledge base you walk out with. Mm-hmm. We will probably have a small fee on this. I don't think it'll be as much as what RHA was charging, but it's going to be kind of similar type content with a little bit more. And we're going to get more into the financials than we did with their intro class. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty tremendous offering. But uh, just to let our 
folks out there listening right now know what the rest of the show is going to be about because it's not just going to be a pitch for you know these classes we're doing. We actually have a gentleman by the name of Kevin Pierce who is with, um, well, I shouldn't say he's with, he owns, he's the owner of Cascade Builder Services. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you. Yes, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. We're glad you, thank you for taking the time out of what I'm sure is an extremely busy day. Yeah, extremely. Yeah, so thank (laughs) you for being here. So we're going to be talking about, um, you know, the name doesn't tell people what what you guys do. So we're just going to throw a little teaser out there. If you've ever bought new construction and you've ever been told this house comes with a builder warranty... Your firm, Kevin, is one of the companies out there that provides those services and the warranty, correct? So we manage the warranty for the builder, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. So, so yep. we're going to dive deep into that when we get into the second, third, and fourth segment. So we're about to have to go into a break. Uh, we'll probably do our market update with rates as soon as we come back. But thank you for listening. We'll be right back with Open House with Team Reba in just a few. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Hassa, Team Reba. And we're here today. We have Kevin Pierce with Cascade Builder Services. So welcome again, Kevin. Thank you. All right. So so you do um, builder new construction warranty management. That's correct. Okay. Can you explain what the heck that is? Absolutely. Yes. So we go through the house. We basically we're we're a third party warranty management company um, and customer service. Um, so. W- we're meeting with the home buyers um, typically about a week before closing, and we're mm-hmm. going through and giving a full orientation of the home. Um, so there's always questions: How does this work, especially with the new uh, new home buyers? Like you oh, guys yeah. were just talking about with your classes, this is this is a big benefit to the to these people buying first, um, you know, first time home buyers. Um, so we're walking through the house room by room, um, explaining where things are, how they work, mm-hmm. what to expect for warranty. Right. Um, what things are going to happen that you may be worried about that aren't necessarily needing to be worried about that are common in construction. So we're talking okay. about all these things up front and what to expect um, and then how to... Um, it's like homeownership training. Homeownership training. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the orientation. Yeah. Which, you know, because in new construction in particular, I hate to say it, but not that many people get a home inspection. And right. so this is the closest they get to getting that same kind of information. Sure. You know, they don't deep dive into like, oh, here's all this. Uh, oh, I'm checking the plumbing out because you guys are assuming everything's fine and to code because that's it's just been built. But uh, in someone who's buying a resale property, usually they're doing a home inspection. So you guys are not filling in as an inspector, but you're at least walking through the same thing because an inspector would say, hey, here's where the water shutoff valve is. Exactly. Hey, here's where the electrical panel is and here's how it works or what kind it is. Right. And here's where you know the stuff for maybe your dishwasher is or the garbage disposal, you know that kind of thing. So right. great stuff. Yeah. So not only are we doing the orientation portion at this walkthrough, but we're also um, identifying any deficiencies that might need to be fixed before they close. Mm-hmm. Hence the... 
punch the list. punch list, the blue yes. tape walk. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. So in combination, while we're going through and saying this is how the dishwasher works and everything, we're also going to um, look and see if there's a scratch in the hardwood mm-hmm. or if there's some paint touch-ups that still need to be fixed uh, before they take possession of the home. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and frankly, there's always something, right? I, I, I have talked to so many people over the years, 14 years now in the industry, with lots and lots of people who've bought new construction, or I end up helping to sell the property maybe when they they finally go to resell a property. And I'll ask, did you get, do a home inspection? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. It's, it's new. I figured I wouldn't need it. Right. right. And and I will tell you, you know, it's, it's so great that these things happen. And we always, like I said, suggest that inspections occur even before the walkthrough. Because... We do almost like a pre-punch list before the punch list mm-hmm. because a lot of folks, when they're there for their walkthrough orientation, and I'm going to guess some of your staff, because we met some of your staff. We had one of our clients buy a property where you guys are the, the warranty support crew, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when they're in the house, they're still in the, I'm thinking about where my furniture goes. I'm looking at the cosmetics and they're not paying attention. But reality is home construction is still a very hands-on process and it's a very human process, which means errors can occur. And while we closed a transaction where your company was doing the support, a second transaction for the same customer a couple weeks later got canceled because in the home inspection, and this is something that not would not have been covered in a walkthrough, we found out there was mold in the attic space mm-hmm. because that plywood sheeting had been out in you know the weather probably a little too long and it was still damp even though the construction was almost complete. And even though in the warranty it said that mold would be covered in the first year, it became a point of contention. And our client was able to, we were able to negotiate them to release their earnest money funds and their upgrade monies because they were just, they just didn't feel comfortable moving forward. Um, but it was, it was a big deal. And we would have then, you know, cause we also went through the orientation walkthrough with them. And I can tell you on the orientation walkthrough, the wife was very focused on the cosmetics, <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, yes. we wouldn't have even been asking about the attic space. Right. But, um, okay. So the builders bring you guys in, but I, I want to kind of start from the beginning. Why does a builder bring someone like you in? So, um, yeah, um, customer service oriented um, builders will bring mm-hmm. us in. Um, it, it, it's it's a better process. I okay. Think. So not all builders provide something like this? A lot of builders will have their superintendents walk through their homes um, okay. and do the walkthrough process, which isn't always the best. The superintendent's main focus is, of course, building houses. Right. So they might have a plat or a development of 30 houses that they're trying to build, mm-hmm. and it's, it's not their dedicated focus to be doing customer service. Um, so that's exactly what we dedicate ourselves to. Okay. Um, so they're getting a focused um, person. Um, and not only are we there for the walkthrough, but we're building a bit of a rapport because we're going to be there throughout the full one year. Okay. Um, they're, the homeowners, if they have an issue come up that's a warrantable item after they close, they're going to be contacting us. They'll see a familiar face. Um, we'll get into a little bit about the online accounts that we have um, okay. in a minute here. Um, but it, it's just a good process for um, having contact at all times. So are, are you only involved in a year? Because here's the thing. A lot of people buying new construction right now are seeing advertisements showing, hey, there's a 210 warranty. Can you, can you for our listeners, yeah. kind of 
lay that out for us? It it depends on the builder. Um, There's a lot of different warranty uh, products out there, one Mm -hmm. of which is the 210, and a lot of builders are are purchasing the 210. So um, for the builders that do the 210, we do manage the first um, year, just as we would with any other builder. Um, the second year and the 10 year typically goes to the warranty provider. The okay. Can you explain yeah. what that means? What uh, the 210 is? Yeah, because. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 So the first year is um, workmanship and materials um, okay. and the systems. Uh, so if you have a plumbing leak, if you have an HVAC problem, if you have an electrical issue, mm-hmm. um, those are all covered okay. for the first year. Um, workmanship and materials. If you have drywall cracks, every house is going to have oh, a little yeah. bit of shrinkage. You get some mm-hmm. drywall cracks. You get a little. And not because it's cold crack. outside. <laughs> Sorry, actually, partly because it is. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the, I'm getting the dirty eye over was, here from Eric. It was raining. It was raining. The water was cold. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. I didn't have my trucks on. So. Um, yes. <laughs> So workmanship and materials, we have um, all the typical ones, door adjustments, uh, maybe mm-hmm. a separation in the hardwood floor. Um, that's mm-hmm. all very typical stuff for the first year workmanship and materials warranty. Now, the, the 210 warranty, the, the second year typically is down to just systems, a little bit of systems okay. coverage. So if you do have a, a plumbing leak after the first year, it will provide a little bit of coverage for that. Okay. And then what they the two the ten portion of that is the structure. So okay. structural deficiencies, foundation problems, framing serious okay. framing issues. Right. Yeah. And I want to make sure and point out to our listeners because sometimes people get confused on this part. It doesn't mean things that are typically manufacturer warranty coverage too, because like a lot of people that I've spoken to over the years assume, oh, that means the roof. And it's like, well, no, 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 no. Those shingles are the manufacturer's warranty. Right. Unless there was an install issue, and that's a different thing to look at in terms of consideration, right? right? Yes. So, um, you know, and this is one of the reasons why we still even suggest like every five years that somebody owns a property, they should probably do a reinspection of some sort, get somebody up there and check those things. Because frequently, you know, products change all the time. And there have been more than enough roofing, you know, class action suits, where, you know, same thing with siding. siding I mean, siding, yeah, LP yeah. siding, who, who mm-hmm. doesn't love hearing an inspection like, oh, oh, it's LP siding. Mm. Yay. Look, and there's some damage. Yay. There's no more money available. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same right. thing with roofing materials and things like that. So um, I just want to make sure that people understand what it is and it isn't. Right. Right. That is a good distinction. There's yeah. product warranty and there's mm-hmm. workmanship. Yeah, because right. plumbing doesn't necessarily mean, hey, something happened with the hot water heater. Is it the hot, we- hot water heater itself, or is it the way it was installed? Sure. Right? So, Kevin, right. you, you mentioned at the beginning here that, uh, and you covered, I think, a few of these things, but things that uh, a new home buyer should worry about are things that, uh, what, are, mm-hmm. what are some things that typically would almost oh, always everything. come up Let's terrify with them. a new home? Well, no, we don't <laughs> yeah. want to terrify them. Just sure. kidding. Well, I'm kidding. I guess I'm my kidding. point is that uh, a new home is a complex Product, you know, there's a lot of hands that go into. Yes, it's it's Mm -hmm. it's expanding, it's it's contracting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's heating, it's cooling, it's doing all these Mm -hmm. different things. So, and and as a consequence, there's going to be some some very normal, you know, effects, you know, of that. And then there's going to be some that are that are outside of normal. So, what is there some guidance that you can give that will help someone differentiate? Like, oh, okay, this is something that needs to be addressed, but doesn't need to be worried about. Versus, sure. 
this is something scary. Sure. So our, our, our process kind of um, tackles this a little bit. We have um, a 60-day evaluation and an 11-month evaluation. Mm-hmm. So uh, we also have an emergency service for um, major plumbing leaks or loss of heat. Yeah, I was just looking at that yeah. in the write-up that you sent Jen for us. Thank you. So we, we talked a little bit about that orientation walkthrough. Then the, the homeowner or the buyer closes. Um, after they move into the house, um, we have them hold claims until 60 days. Okay. Um, unless there's an urgent item or an emergency. Um, this gives kind of the house a chance to settle in, mm-hmm. um, work out a, f- a few of the first items that you may start seeing. Like sure. nail and pops or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sh- we talked about shrinkage a little bit. So there's a lot of, mm-hmm. there's a lot of moisture in these houses and these products that yep. dries out. Um, you know, when the house is framed, it's getting rained on mm-hmm. oftentimes, especially in Washington. Sure. Yeah. Uh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so as that house, as the house dries and evaporates, it's going to move, it's going to shrink. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll, we'll see nail pops, drywall mm-hmm. cracks. Um, the grout is going to crack a little bit. Almost every single house of, in new construction that you see, you're going to see these cracks develop. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we do hold those. I call them wrinkles. Wrinkles. House okay, wrinkles. There you go. Mm-hmm. That works. Yep. Um, we, we do hold these shrinkage settling related claims until the 11 month review. And okay. that gives the, t- the house a chance to finish. Okay. Got um, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause typically your one year warranty, you're getting uh, a one time fix for these as well. We don't want to burn that one time fix early on and then have more occur and then not uh, get a second okay. fix. Okay. So if something was addressed in the 60 day, but it shows up again by the 11 month, is it like, sorry, that was a one-time fix? Typically for drywall cracks and grout cracks is a one-time fix only. Okay, so you want to do it at the one. Okay, so I have so many more questions specifically that will go to some of that because we often recommend if someone has brought in a home inspector for that new construction, which then helps kind of move forward what your company helps handle as a closing process and the walkthrough and orientation, we usually say, go ahead and book your inspector to come back at the 11 month line Mm -hmm. so that you make sure you're within that one year window. I'm curious to know and tell us when we come back how hard those dates are or if it's within that timeline. Okay. So yes, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more questions and more information from Kevin Pierce with Cascade Builder Services. Call us if you got questions, 866-712-1300. Stay tuned. Got a question? Call it in. 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro Eastside. And I'm Eric Ostens from Home Street Bank. Every Tuesday at 3 o'clock, we bring you real estate and finance news. And, uh, you know, give you some local input and update here at our listeners at KKOL Business Radio. And today we got Kevin Pierce, Cascade Builder Services, with us. So, Kevin, I, I never even realized there was a service around uh, that you provide. You're basically, mm-hmm. uh, someone buys a brand new home, you're providing that customer service, really kind of that warm handoff when they, when they take ownership of this home, to kind of walk them through the home, give them an orientation, tell them how everything works. And then you're also there to help if something doesn't work, you know, quite quite right. Which you know, with new mm-hmm. homes, stuff happens. Right. Oh yeah. And uh, and normally nine times out of ten, it's kind of standard stuff. The home is settling. It's drying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know, it's going to kind of get get itself sort of settled in. It's that first year when people hear the house 
making noises. Popping or yeah. creaking. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, I get phone calls every once in a while from someone like, is that normal? Right. <laughs> like, yes. Or is it paranormal? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, Was this built on a Native American yeah, burial ground? Do I, have, no. do I have ghosts or do I just have some nails popping here? Right. Here exactly. And there? You know, but every now and then there's a home where that... There, there are some real problems. Oh, and, absolutely! And I don't want to name names, but no, no, no. We're, you know, we're one, not one do of that. my first forays into banking, way, way, way back in the in the late eighties, um, I, I did my first construction loan, and I used to do my own progress inspections as the home was being built. We dole money out, and mm-hmm. I went out there and looked at this home a couple days earlier than the builder expected me to. Oh, <laughs> and Surprise. the builder was busy slapping siding up to cover a massive crack in the foundation. <gasps> This is on a two-story home. What are you doing out here? No, don't go over there. It's all muddy over there. You know, come Mm -hmm. over on this side of the house. I'm like, what's going on? And uh, you know, I look at this, and that's like full stop. You know, Mm -hmm. we we this Mm -hmm. is a a two-story home, and it would have just plagued our customer. Oh, absolutely, down down the road for that. Every now and then, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that, things like that happen. And that's where the inspection process, the warranty process, that's what it's there for. Absolutely key. You know, we actually had a mutual client that, um, again, not talking about the builders, but we had to do a lot of follow-up on our orientation and walkthrough. And they did have an inspection done. But even prior to inspection, the client kept driving out to the short plot where it was at. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting a picture, a couple of pictures one day, and they're like, Hey, is that a crack in the foundation? And I was like, "How am I supposed to tell from this picture twelve feet away from that? I don't. I, <laughs> can you please point out what you're <laughs> looking at?" So, what we found out is it wasn't a crack in the foundation. It was that some of the concrete had sheared off. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And that can sometimes be a very common thing, mm-hmm. or it could be a sign of an incorrect mixture of the concrete Correct. mix. Right, which can eventually turn into a foundation issue, right? So we had to follow up with the builder, follow up with the city and the department that was signing off on this because I was like, I would like to know who from the city signed off on this and make sure that there's some accountability should they find in the future that there's an issue. Mm -hmm. Because you're telling us it's fine, you're telling us it's fine, you're telling us it's fine. However... (laughs) Right. We want all the documentation. Thank you very much. Right, right. You know, kind of thing. So, and in that case, I don't recall that the builder had a 210 warranty on it. And I think they only had the one year. And that, you know, Kevin, that brings me back to, you know, hearing from you on this. Is the warranty required? Because this is a common misconception and misperception in my industry and for the, the public as a whole about... What's required as a warranty from a builder? Like, can you t- can you speak to that? As far as I know, the twelve month workmanship and materials warranty is mm-hmm. not law in Washington State. Thank you. I got right. into a big debate with somebody about that recently. And a few years back, and may even be a little bit longer than that, maybe five to six. I know mm-hmm. that there was some of the associations, like the Master Builders Association mm-hmm. and the BIAW, were really pushing for legislation to get that through. Okay. Um, but as far as I know, it's not. Okay. Well, that um, may be something, you know, I'm going to ask Jen to help me look that up or maybe get a hold of the Master Builders mm-hmm. Association and see if that did actually get enacted. Because it's always a question. I, I see people in these real estate forums that are real estate agents and they will be duking it out online as to whether it is or not, but nobody 
comes in with any actual content or links to something that shows that that's really there. And a lot of the public thinks that that's a law. Part of the confusion I've looked into it before is the, there is habitability laws in Washington. Mm -hmm. Um, So you builders are required to provide, uh, make sure that the heating, you know, Mm -hmm. that the home is habitable. Yes. Um, So there are some specifics um, and you could consider that warranty coverage. Right. Has to have a working stove. Exactly. Yeah. And electricity and whatnot. Um, But as far as workmanship and materials and all these things that we're talking about, drywall cracks, grout cracks, Mm -hmm. door adjustments, flooring, um, it's, it's really not. There's no requirement for a builder to provide a one-year warranty. Um, And again, you don't have to say names. Have you ever had, uh, because you said, how many builders are you working with right now? Currently about 30. About 30. Yep. If if any of our listeners would like to go and take a look at some of your, what's the website they would go to? Cascadebuilderservices.com. Okay. And ignore that other radio host that's on there because, (laughs) you know, they're one of our competitors, even on this station, but still, just ignore that one. That's all right. But you'll see the list of builders. Um, have you ever had a relationship with a builder where you guys had to back away from it because they were building such a subpar product that it was just like we ridiculous really, to try and service? We've been fortunate enough not to have that situation. Okay. There. No. Okay. That's yeah. a good sign. Well, especially, you know, I hear a lot in talking with agents across the United States and knowing people in construction across the U.S., my understanding in Washington is that we have some of the strictest building codes around and so I, I tend to think that a lot of the product that is produced here is usually a better quality than many other areas. Because I know um, one builder in particular, one of my clients uh, purchased their product. Um, they had some bad history in other states for foundations. But I don't think it was even just a matter of the builder itself. It might have been local state codes and how they handled things, as well as the fact those two states are notorious for having issues because one of them is Florida mm-hmm. where you're building on sand and the other one was Texas. And again, the areas where they were having construction problems were in areas with fairly unstable soil. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to know even where you're at and what you're working with. Oh my gosh. Even um, in San Francisco right now, there is a um, high rise condo project, the millennium, yes. which the average that. condo value is 3.5 million Ouch. The the mm-hmm. building has sunk 16 inches and is tilting um, up to six inches at the top. Like the Tower of Pisa. I mean, you, you drop a few <laughs> apples on the floor and you're going to have to chase them across the kitchen. You know, wow. just Yeah, don't drop the them out the window because you're going to kill somebody down below. Exactly. Is what's yeah, going to happen. When you're on the 57th floor. That's, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Um, Gravity they, is not your friend there. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do with that with that building. So, so besides folks, even, tear it down. Well, I mean, we've got a, a one being torn down here in downtown mm-hmm. Seattle because the steel right. had corrosion, right. and so nine years into construction, they're having to take it off layer by layer. Yep. There you go. So yeah. So no, it pays to be careful. Have your inspections, and it's mm-hmm. really and and to have a warranty. Yeah. And we will have that that odd builder out there right now that'll say warranty. You don't need no warranty. And especially there's a lot of builders right now that are building on spec. Mm-hmm. So they're building a home before there's a, a buyer, you know, and, uh, and, you know, yeah, they can spec just kind meaning of speculative, speculative, but it also means they can just kind of build these things as quick as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that builder may not put the same amount of time and care into it as a long-term builder or a custom home builder. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's actually hard to find someone doing custom homes right now because they're mm-hmm. so busy. Right. 
doing all the other stuff. Absolutely. So, so Kevin, I had asked you before we got on air today a little bit about um, why you got into this. Sure. Like, how did you get into doing home warranty? Right. So I worked for a company, um, about 05 to 08, uh, that did the same type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Happens it, to also be time periods where we had very similar market factors. Right. Yes. Uh, we, we, yeah, they had significant growth in mm-hmm. 05, 06. Um, and then as, you know, 08 approached, things went south. Right. And uh, they didn't they didn't weather it very well. And I mean, builders were dropping like flies in yes, 2008, they were. 2009. Yeah. Mm. Um, so we ju- they just couldn't weather it. Um, so as that company went under, I, I really liked the business model, mm-hmm. and I knew that I could put in some um, innovation that would even make it better. Okay. Um, and one of these, uh, and part of that is technology um, that okay. they didn't have at their disposal. But um, as we came into the the internet phase, um, we have these these great online accounts um, that okay. I was referred to in the last segment. Yeah, please um, describe those. Yeah. So um, every home buyer that uh, that comes into our program, they get an online account set up, and this this has um, a warranty module where they mm-hmm. can submit their warranty requests. Um, there's a messaging module so they can message us just like regular email. Mm-hmm. Uh, a documents module, their warranty documents, there a homeowner manual that explains everything we went through at the orientation. Oh, excellent! Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, nice. So. Th- so it, it kind of takes over from that massive book they used to always leave exactly, behind. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But if you're, if you're, well, let me ask you just real quick though, because that customer we had that bought one of the units that you guys support, he doesn't like to use computers very much. And what do you do in that case? Do you still offer the old school type, or we is do it, absolutely? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. We have hard copies. Okay. Um, Yep. So uh, we we can do that, and when we do run into homeowners mm-hmm. um, that don't like to use the account, so we'll just mm-hmm. come out and meet with them on site and look through their okay. warranty requests. They don't have okay. to use it, but it's extremely valuable for people who love it. Right. Uh, they can log all of their requests um, early and mm-hmm. just have them so kind of put them in as they find them, and yeah. then we'll come out the sixty or the eleven month, like I was talking. So about. So do you all host that, or is that cloud based? What is that? It's cloud based. Um, it's just a service that we uh, we pay for. Okay. Um, so they have the dedicated um, service there, uh, and it, it's a great it works resource. Out fantastically, yeah. You know, I mean, for a lot of folks, I mean, to have that information available, I'm assuming from anywhere, as long as you know mm-hmm. what your passwords and all that, uh, you know, it just seems like that would be a useful tool, especially like because some of the people buying these places aren't necessarily the folks who are residing mm-hmm. in the property. So being able to have, you know, if it's a landlord having that available online that they can work with themselves and or and in our case we have a property management company that was given the right to log in mm-hmm. so that they would be working with the local tenants as these deadlines come up to make sure that they're notified and given notice and go do the walkthroughs and, and take care of all of that so it was great right. because then all the parties involved can kind of have access to right. to what's necessary i personally think that's a very novel and wonderful idea. And it's also a great benefit to the home builder because they mm-hmm. can log in and see all of their homeowners' requests. Okay. All yeah. right. Great. Well, stay tuned. When we come back, we've got more on construction management uh, and warranties. Stay tuned for more at Open House of Team Reba. And call us if you've got questions, 866-712-1300. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300.
Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Ostinus from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Hass with Team Reba over here dancing in my chair as usual. You got it. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Almost forgot to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy dancing. I was. I was. Got that song just gets me, man. Got your groove on. I do. I do. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yes. good. Well, well, I learned a lot today. Yeah, this is Excellent. Good, to, good to know. With you know, I love when I'm, we can bring new information to you. You're yeah. a hard one to do that with. You've been in the business thirty some years. Yeah, probably longer than Kevin's been alive. I yeah. I'm going to take a wild guess. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I everything I learned I knew by kindergarten. Isn't that how that saying goes? Yes, something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, if you're just getting in with us, we've got Kevin Pierce, who's the owner of Cascade Builder Services, with us, and Cascade Builder Services helps provide kind of the customer support aspect of home builder warranties, mm-hmm. right? Especially in that key first year right. of ownership, right? So, uh, Kevin, during the break, uh, you know, you, you mentioned we've already sent people to your website, which give it out one more time, please. Cascadebuilderservices.com. That's really simple. Yep. It's like Eric is my banker and Team yep. Reba. Very simple. Um, so on the website, you have a lot of the companies that you currently work with. Mm-hmm. But you know, here's one of the things that's going on right now. Because we have the marketplace that we do, and it's just so frenetic around here, and people trying to build as much as they can, um, there's a lot of new developers coming in, you know, coming into the business. Because there's a lot of people who made it and weathered through the recession and who came back you know, big time. And then a lot of new companies came on the scene as well. And we have even more. I mean, I've got a lot of customers I work with who are getting into development and they're coming from completely other fields and partnering with folks mm-hmm. and doing new construction development. In fact, actually one gal I met through Women's Real Estate Network, she went from fixing and flipping homes to now they do development. So It's, it's frightening. Yeah. Um, we, we had one in our office last week, uh, mm-hmm. a soon-to-be new builder. Yeah who believed that he could just get the thing started, get up to the framing stage, and then apply for a building permit, and that would what? actually make matters easier uh, from a Was financing Was he from out of country? Uh, I don't want to say, uh, but... Um, That's just a yes I'm or like, no. it was, uh, well... You don't have to be specific. It, it doesn't matter, but... Okay, because, uh, I mean, they have different building codes in different right, places, but right. that's not here. So I would assume they're from elsewhere. But the mere fact that this person is walking around with a hammer and a tool yeah, belt frightening. is frightening. That is yeah. frightening. So, you know, and they're, they are out there. Yeah. So how do you evaluate? I mean, I assume that you vet out who you want to work with just as much as they want to vet out you. Yeah. And, I mean, you might have yeah. these great tools and great people, but how do you decide who you're willing to work with? There's really two two things that I look for. We want to work with builders that actually care about the satisfaction that their homeowners have. Okay. Um, And what's that look like? What do you mean by that? So we want builders that are going to be responsive to us and um, that have good relationships with their trade contractors. Okay. Um, This can cause, um, you know, big, long delays during the warranty process when we're managing Mm -hmm. if the builder doesn't have a good relationship with their trades. Okay. We go back to the trade contractors that built the house. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't have a set of our own. Uh, We hold them to their warranty. Okay. Um, That's good to know. So a plumber that's doing an install for a builder on any given house, they're providing a one-year warranty for their Mm -hmm. workmanship and materials. And and they already know the property. Right. 
right? Because yep. they did help construct it. Because they did it, right. Which is good. Okay. So we're actually coming back to those trades and making sure that they're holding up to their end of the bargain for their one-year warranty. Got it. Um, if, the, if the builder doesn't have a good relationship with those trades, then it creates a very hard situation to get those trades to come back. What typically makes for a not so good relationship is it that they didn't pay their vendors? There can be pay, or there is can it be payment issues. Yes, yeah. um, there can be attitudes. There can be attitudes <laughs> from not getting new work. Oh, uh, so okay. some builders, uh, you know, have one trade build a couple houses um, and mm. maybe mislead them into thinking they're going to get more, and then they switch to a different trade contractor. Okay, we got can, it. Trades can get upset. Okay, and then they don't want to come back for yeah. us. Yeah, because they may have turned down other business in the meantime, thinking they needed to keep sure. their schedules clear for right. a next project. Right. I mean, I get that. I mean, it's. It's not really that much different than someone saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to work with you to sell your house. And, oh, what, what do you mean you listed it with your sister <laughs> after I <laughs> right. just spent six months telling you all the stuff you're supposed to do right? What? Right. <laughs> like, right, right. Funny I was about like, that. thanks, thanks for yeah. the punch in the face. I really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> but despite that, so I, feel free to don't leave that dead no, air there. Get, get it out. Leave it. Get it out. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, so so you kind of check that out. Do you get? Do you ask the builder for their trade references? Then we actually do discuss which trade contractors they use okay. and uh, how that process is going with them. Okay, when, when we're meeting with them to give a pitch. Okay, yeah, so you must have some great local industry knowledge of who some of the good players and the good subs are, and oh, you probably have people man. asking you for that list. If all I could the time. put together a dream team of trade contractors, mm-hmm. it would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then builders. So I do mean, you develop? Be, uh, no, I don't. Okay, so you're like, I'd love my trade group. That would be great. Well, maybe I yeah. need to pick your brain for that because I have people who want to do development or who I think should be better, and I can be like, here, go yes. get these people. Yep, absolutely. You know? Okay. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure that you know that what they're bidding and what they're getting, because I mean, we are one of the most expensive places to build new construction in the U.S. Mm-hmm. currently. Mm-hmm. I think it's basically like us and San Francisco are two of the highest ones, probably some other coastal cities. Um, I, I don't hear so much East coast unless you're maybe talking like Manhattan. Right. Right. But out here it is a very high cost of construction. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a big difference of why our houses start at 600, 800, 900, 1.2 million, 2 million versus, you know, the traditional house across the United States has an average price of 260, you know, kind of thing. And a big part of it's about the land, but it's also about what we pay. Mm-hmm. our people too in terms of wages so sure. okay so um so you guys you vet out the people you have your trade groups i don't want to have you say the people on air because that might <laughs> i don't want to mislead anyone we're not providing that right. today um so you vet them out what else are you looking at besides those trades so we really want builders that do care about customer mm-hmm. satisfaction does it matter how long they've been in the business um i don't think so okay no Okay. Um, you can have new guys coming in that really want to do the best that they can do mm-hmm. and provide the best home experience for their buyers right. and their homeowners. Absolutely. Um, but we we do. Some builders will want to build the house, sell it, and move on. Right. And not provide the best experience for warranty. Um, so the the builders that are retaining our services, um, they're really stepping forward and saying, we want to provide this this service, this next level of service for our homeowners, mm-hmm. rather than just kind of disappearing and maybe coming back for just right. major problems that they have to come back for. Right. Uh, well, and these folks, when they care about their reputation, especially if they're going to be doing ongoing building, mm-hmm. that's so key because 
you get online and there's reviews everywhere nowadays. Do people get to review you so that the builders know whether or not you guys are following up as expected? Yeah, we actually provide... Um, uh, like a survey a or survey, some sort? Yeah, yeah okay. we do. Um, at the, uh, Socks right doesn't after, suck? Right after closing. <laughs> what, what's usually involved in that? Right after closing <laughs> and at the toward the end of the warranty, we send out okay. surveys that rate us um, uh, to early on rate their buying experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get some feedback on how the whole process went. Okay. Um, but yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. All right. I still had those other questions I realized we didn't get back to that were about the 60-day the period and the 11-month period. Mm. But maybe you can give me information that when we're done, um, we can put up later. Because I do want to have that as part of the long-term follow-up on this. But we realized that we have not given my co-host over here this opportunity that we try and do every week of a market rate update. Do you well, have time to well, go through some rates? it's not for me. It's for our listeners. Okay, yeah. well, you do it. I mean, you could <laughs> waste the next minute. Sure. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, we're actually, uh, mortgage interest rates, we're actually looking a little bit better than we were last uh, last week, the beginning oh, of last week. Okay. So a little bit of a rally in the markets um, in the latter part of the week. Okay. And, uh, Is that because Janet Yellen kept her mouth shut? Well, yeah. You know, last last week I was venting about that. Yes. That every time we did. had a little bit of a rally, mm-hmm. uh, someone from the Fed would open their mouths and knock yeah. it down. And uh, so every time rates started to drop, mm-hmm. you know, the Fed would, would talk it back up. Um, so Sorry. far, it uh, the market sort of took care of itself. Uh, okay. You know, a little bit. It's kind of self-corrected a bit mm-hmm. on Friday. So we're kind of level from last week, 30-year fixed rates, hovering right around 4.125%. Okay. 15-year fixed rates, hovering right around 34 Nice. And uh, FHA three point seven five still for holding strong. Out there. Nice jumbo thirty year fixed rate right around four point three seven five. So we're still kind of right in the low four percent okay. range. Okay. Uh, certainly worth that going out good there and know. buying a home or refinancing a home. The rate's yeah. still looking good. Well, I'd love to thank everybody for listening into our show today. Join us every Tuesday three o'clock. Open house of Team Reba. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.